0: Welcome to the weekend entertainment edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Production Studios, your hosts, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull.
1: Welcome to Laugh, episode 151. This is a wee laugh for the June 10th weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? I'm really well. I'm I'm doing well. (laughs) Doing really well. You've recovered from your shoulder
0: surgery? I'm recovering. I'm either recovering or I'm dead.
1: yeah we are filming this ahead of time just in case yeah
0: just in case i pass on to my greater reward what will you do will you have a just will we in? continue
1: yeah will you yeah just <laughs> i'll take a week off Let it Go <laughs> get some clips together for a tribute show yeah. yeah all right
0: fair enough who would fill this giant seat of mine or would you just do it solo
1: i, I think i would audition people i'd be like <laughs> okay. kelly ripa yeah. I'd audition people. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring in the stray hand. All right. See if we have some chemistry together. And <laughs> then, uh, Excellent. Move on. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> in the meantime, yeah, so. if we're
0: going to movies this weekend, we might be able to see one of three big major releases. This is a big release movie weekend for the
1: studios. Yeah. Right? And this is probably the weekend you're finally going to be able to get out of your house.
0: And it, must, it also might be the weekend that I, that I, that I top you on the um, challenge. Because I have The Conjuring Part
1: 2. Well, let's start there, then.
0: All right. The Conjuring Part 2 is the continuation of The Conjuring Part 1, I suppose. This is a movie about paranormal investigators. uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. They go to London to investigate something called the Enfield Poltergeist, which was apparently a, a true case back in the day. Uh, Did you see that Conjuring? I didn't see the first one I think um, I did
1: Yeah, I thought you were kind of big on it Generally, I'm not too big on these uh, ghost films I wasn't big on it I
0: did see it I, I, I like I like Patrick Wilson I I, 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 I I don't think I was big on I don't think I was big on it
1: okay. Yeah, this is from <laughs> director James Wan Who's probably most famous for doing the first Saw movie Yeah, yeah and those are original off, Yeah, kicking off that whole series But didn't you also just do Seven? Furious 7? He did Furious 7. That did really well. He's in line to do Aquaman. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he not
0: the guy that they dropped? Or is he the guy that added on?
1: I think they just added him oh, on. All right. So, I don't really like any of those films. The one <laughs> okay. film of his I like is Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon, which like... is just a Death Wish kind of clone.
0: Now, why didn't you like Saw?
1: It, was... it, it, it never worked. The ending everyone said it was such a twist. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a cheap uh, ending and just... Hmm. And it undercut what Jitsaw, saw the character was supposedly all about—that all of his traps were escapable. Yeah, uh,
0: well, I mean, I—I I guess I can't remember. I—I'm I, not really into horror movies anyway. But I did see that one in the theaters—one of the first oh, uh. horror movies I went to go see in the theater—and I kind of liked it for its originality. Didn't it have uh, Carrie Elway's in it? Mm-hmm. And who was the guy? Robert who? or Murtaugh? <laughs> no.
1: It had Danny Glover in it. Oh, Danny Glover, yeah. I was thinking of his name from Lethal Weapon. And one of the Walbirds, or maybe he came in the second one. Uh, I I saw a couple of them. They they all ran together. They were very forgettable.
0: I thought the first one was kind of inventive. The thing that's interesting about this movie, Conjuring 2, is it's based on a poltergeist um, event that people often point to to discredit the warrants. (laughs) Apparently, they showed up there for a couple of days trying to capitalize on it. And turns out that everything was kind of fake. There, these famous photographs of a girl levitating over her bed, they proved that she was just jumping in the air. And they were snapping the photographs. Oh, so I'm not sure if it was a reenactment or not, but I, uh, I, I, I think it's interesting the way that they change the past through movies. Yeah. To, and people will probably believe in this thinking that these events really happened. So whether or not it's an interesting movie to watch or a fun movie to go to, I guess that remains to be seen. But the fact that it's based on something that's been proven, debunked, so it sort of loses its luster. Like the Amityville Horror, they found out about years later. But in 78 or '9, whenever it came out, everybody thought that it was real. So it had a lot of cachet for people going to the theaters. And they were, "Who? that's all freaky.
1: So you think this is going to bring people in? Because this is one of your seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was just going with my... T- I mean, it was probably number seven when I picked it. It might have been number six, but...
1: Yeah, I, I think it was towards the end, sure.
0: But, yeah, it was, I think it wins the box office this week. And then, you know, if it makes 40 or $50 million, all right. All right. I mean, there's other movies out there. I
1: think Teenage Manage Totals holds up. To win the box office? Two
0: weeks in a row. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes... Okay. Well, the uh, apparently, I mean, they gamble all... All the time, the studios, but apparently they don't think so. I, I mean, they—I don't think that they would be releasing these kinds of movies. But uh, like teenage mutant ninja well, turtles to me might be a flop. I don't know. We're, this is all in the future, so
1: yeah. And the conjuring only has to make what fifteen million to start turning a profit, right? But I'm
0: expecting it to make
1: fifty million yeah. <laughs> to so, to
0: win the box office challenge.
1: And but. we have no idea what the numbers are because we're recording this before Memorial Day right. weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so. By the time you guys are hearing this, two more of my films will have come out. *Huge Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and X-Men Apocalypse. And you're finally going to be on the board with Alice Through the Looking Glass. And,
0: and then eventually this movie.
1: And then this movie comes out. So I'll still be up three movies to your two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm still going to have All a right. lead going in, or after this weekend. But maybe you've made it a or lot. Maybe I've maybe. made it up. Maybe people will yeah. go see The Conjuring the part two. Um, Strangely, neither of us picked Warcraft. And this is a huge blockbuster film. That also comes out this weekend.
0: I if I was if I were to pick Warcraft for anything, I would have picked it to be the biggest flop.
1: Wow. Okay. And this comes from director Duncan Jones, who yeah. we're both big fan of. He's previously done the science fiction films Moon and Source Code, which were both very well received. Not Critic, blockbusters. Right. Uh, Source Code did better, and I mean a lot of people like it. I actually screened it for my film class. Mm-hmm. They enjoyed it a lot. uh, no one had seen it though before, yeah, I mean that doesn't so, surprise me That's... so but now he's being he's becoming a studio director. Mm. I just saw a trailer for this yesterday, and I can't understand
0: how it can still look to me as cartoony as it did when I saw the very first trailer that came out. I know nothing about Warcraft, and I don't frankly I don't
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: big budget movies don't generally excite me very much. These sort of sword and I don't even know if it's a sword and sandal movie. It's a what is it like a dragon and
1: uh, it's kind of like preacher. Lord of the Rings meets Avatar. Is that a fair
0: comparison? I that's Avatar is what it reminded me of first. But the the visual imagery surrounding some of the characters looked so bad in the trailer to me. And that really well. Bad. I mean that's to me.
1: So. when we talk about Pixar films, we go oh it was a really good animated film. This is an animated film. It's
0: is wholly animated or it's, or is live action? I think it's animated. motion
1: capture kind okay, of stuff.
0: Okay, well then that might explain some things because I was always I was looking at the film as if that were like
1: uh, live, live
0: action. action character, sort of like three hundred with you know ultra stylized and perhaps computer aided imagery. I mean, I knew these guys weren't walking around in makeup like the old Star Wars characters, but I didn't know that the
1: human characters were also CGI. Maybe the humans aren't so much, but I mean, to me, if 80% of your film is all being post-processed through a computer, it's an animated film. I know, but... I mean, like Avatar, large chunks of that film are completely animated. So
0: what do you count Planet of the Apes, like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, or these new series of Planet of the Apes movies, are those those animated, or... Do you count them as live action? Man? I don't
1: know. I mean, it's a blurring of the line. I feel like this is closer to animated, but I think you're holding it up to the candlelight of uh, photorealistic.
0: Well, no, I mean, I guess I'm thinking of it in terms of, uh, well, uh, what's the movie? The Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Like the Jungle Book, that's solely computer anim- and. Um,
1: Does that also the other help that that one was done in your. Using actual creatures that exist. As soon as you start getting giant ords and people flying around on there be dragons, it just gets a bit ridiculous and it stops being within the realm of possibility. Maybe. And, and then it's just impossible to make it look realistic. It,
0: that's possible. It I might mean, just be also my own personal... A sort of uh distance from these kinds of movies but
1: yeah and i mean if people want to hear us talk more about this subject we've done it ad nauseum for <laughs> any big blockbuster film that's come out in the last two years
0: no but i i didn't i wasn't i wasn't taken back from the creatures in jurassic world from last summer like even with the trailers i don't i don't think i was uh annoyed by their existence or or the 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 way that they were stylized or created I just, I notice it in this movie, and I was able to give it a pass uh, three or four months ago when I saw the first trailer. Mm -hmm. Now that they've had an opportunity to go in there and like sculpt it the way they want it to be, and it's no longer, it shouldn't any longer be a rough draft, it just seems to me like this movie should look better. But
1: I, I might be wrong. I don't know. Whatever. Apparently, from what I've been reading, this is. Uh, or this is definitely based on World of Warcraft, which, which is a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Um, and they used a lot of the intellectual property, so there are already character designs. This game's been around for 10 years. They're still trying to make it feel like the game at times. Hmm. They are subservient to the material. So it can be hard to update your characters and make them look more realistic. I've what? heard the animators Shh. for like Toy Story 3 talk about that. Every time they did a new Toy Story movie, they had to redesign the characters from the ground up because the old character models wouldn't work in the new software that had been invented since the last movie had come out. Okay. But it still has to look like the old Woody, right? but just with slightly better graphics, and that can be a really hard line to walk. Well,
0: to me, that suggests that this movie might not do as well as it could have if they're if they're beholden to imagery – associated with video games because and, and they're trying to appeal to that demographic mm-hmm. because i don't think that that's a huge movie going demographic and then if it's just avatar light with some video game characters and it looks like a video game and it doesn't bode well man it's a 160 million dollar picture
1: yeah but they're looking at there's something like 5 million current users on world of warcraft and something right. like 12 million people have played world of warcraft if you get those people to go and buy a ten dollar ticket, that's a lot of money you're making. Right. Plus, you have the general public. Hopefully, you know that's also going, and you know boyfriends and girlfriends being dragged along to the theaters. So, but you don't even think it'll do as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles,
0: which that's another one of those live action sort of hybrids. And that movie looks better than this movie to me. I don't like either one of them, but that, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not predisposed to like either one of them. This might be a great movie, but then again, it might also be avatar. And it just looks
1: like, Avatar. well, and we're really caught up on the visuals. Duncan Jones is a great director and he's made compelling right. films. So we might be willing to overlook the visuals because there's a great story being told. The action's really great. I- I'll
0: see it eventually, maybe. If, well, you'll see it first, and then you'll tell well, me we'll whether have to, you well, think I can look
1: like at it. After the next film, we have to vote on what we would go see right, this right, weekend. Yeah, uh, the last film up is Now You See Me Twice.
0: Isn't it that Now You See Me, the second act?
1: How many different... I'm calling sometimes? it Now You See Me Twice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they probably should have <laughs> called it Now You Won't See Me, again.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, this uh, brings back the four horsemen uh, who've resurfaced once again to do a live stage show, but they are forced to work for an evil wizard played by <laughs> harry potter <laughs> yeah daniel ratliff is the antagonist of this film i don't actually think he's playing harry potter but i think
0: he's michael kane's son i think i read that somewhere
1: okay and then uh you've also got morgan freeman who's getting involved he was the villain from the last film everyone has come back except for uh Isla Fisher, she was pregnant during the filming of this, so they replaced her with Lizzie Kaplan.
0: Are they just replacing the character
1: or replacing the actor? Uh, that's what I wasn't completely sure on. I mean, do you do you care? I yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the first one. Apparently, they've already announced a third one. Yeah, no, so <laughs> Now You See Me Thrice one. will be coming out in <laughs> another year.
0: Uh, they need to change that. They need to do something. They'll, the Now You See Me film series shouldn't have Now You See Me in every one of the titles. Uh, they, yeah. they, should, they could do something else with it
1: i like magic peekaboo i like these crazy like caper type films i don't like when you combine the two i don't like that all their magic tricks are completely impossible to do in real life it clearly is cgi magic that's
0: the sad thing there's so much you could do if you if you told me four magicians four illusionists mm-hmm. get together to perform a heist that sounds like a decent movie to me. The high concept, of that, you know, that description that pulls me into the theater. I went and saw the original movie. It's got Mark Ruffalo in it and Woody Harrelson. Jesse, Eisenberg. I mean, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg so much, but Woody Harrelson and Mark Ruffalo in a movie
1: together—that's, I'm sold. Especially, Dave Franco is your seventh option. Isn't a bad pick.
0: <laughs> but right, uh, but I went and saw the movie. And it was so random and convoluted, and, and as you noted. They perform these magic acts that rely on supernatural events or, or you know, strange kinesthetic things that don't exist in the real world. And it completely loses you. I mean, it loses me. I'm, apparently, it didn't lose everybody because it made $365 million. <laughs> so, it. I mean, I, I can understand why they would continue to make movies like this. I just don't know why anyone would continue to go see them. I looked up the, the plot of the movie, the first movie, to see mm-hmm. if I could remember anything. And it it was like reading the student uh, fan fiction.
1: You know? Yeah, the plot doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. And then the reveal at the end is just Do, utterly stupid.
0: I know that you get this, like, with your favorite students that like to read a lot. Then you find out that they also like to write a lot, because at the end <laughs> of the year they go, will you read this for me over the summer and let me know what you think? <laughs> and they hand you a, like... A tome, <laughs> yeah, a three subject notebook, college line <laughs> filled. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, I'll get right back to you on that. And it's all the same. And then he went to uh, highlight his or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, the worst goes
1: on. The worst is poetry. The, the stories I haven't had to deal with so much, but yeah, the... <laughs> poetry. Yeah, poetry. They ba- right. always like love poetry for you. I'm sure it's <laughs> always teenage angst. No one <laughs> understands. Yeah,
0: suicide notes.
1: But uh, game back. We have three movies: Conjuring two, now you see me twice, and Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're finally going to be probably able to get out of the house. Where are you going to go and spend your hard-earned dollars? What will you wow. go see? Because I know you're going to be itching to see a movie in theaters.
0: Yeah, if I'm able to drag my my sorry arm out of the theater, out of the, uh, the chair, and go Is this see your the popcorn theater. arm too. I'll have to. I'll have to go left. <laughs> I have to be like Zoolander or something, change up. Uh, honestly, I mean, I know what I'm going to get with Now You See Me, so I won't be seeing that. The Conjuring doesn't seem, the only thing appealing about The Conjuring is the fact that they're still able to use white stereotypes for these people because they're white <laughs> and they're English, so they all have really bad teeth, or they should, because that's a stereotype that actually works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Wait. I'm not interested in seeing that necessarily okay. bad teeth so i guess i have to go see warcraft <laughs> warcraft or teenage mutant engine turtles because it won't matter
1: if i, like I see it in the
0: second weekend yeah yeah
1: I, probably I pro- warcraft holy crap i can't I think believe
0: warcraft for me too well i might just to see what color the flame is on the turd
1: <laughs> eh, who knows we might actually like it
0: um if i can't get out of bed if i can't get off the couch if i can't get out of the recliner and i'm in too much pain to watch anything with people what can i watch at home
1: well, you could swing by the Red Box, leave home, pick this up. Uh, oh, you Deadpool, could bring it to me. Yeah, Deadpool Ooh. is available finally on the good old Red Box. We reviewed this back on episode one twenty four. This is Marvel's first R rated film, starring Ryan Reynolds, Marina Baccarin, and T J Miller of Silicon Valley fame. Hmm. Deadpool is the most foul mouthed superhero we've ever met. Basically immortal. Shoots a lot of guns, swings swords, and has to save the pretty girl by the end of the film. Also, we see two X Men, Colossus, and War Teen or. Yeah. Teen. Negas. Mega. War. It's not Mega. It's like Nega Teen. Nega. Sonnet Nega Warhead uh, Teen. Whatever. (laughs) She looks like Shanae O'Connor. It was
0: part of the joke.
1: Yeah. It's impossible to say. It was a fun film. I enjoyed it a lot. I remember you did. You were. Tepid, as I always am. So for a superhero movie, it must have been amazing then. For, to yeah, get that it was no Ant Man, but <laughs> it's oh. not bad. Is this an unrated version? No, this is. Oh, they still. didn't
0: add like some more sexuality and weird. If you buy the
1: and stuff, Blu-ray, you get all the deleted scenes and everything. Generally, those are omitted from the good old Red Box. Hmm. Though, right. if you rent it streaming, a lot of times you get those extras. Like oh, if you get really? the good old iTunes. You can get those, or you have to buy them as extra. A lot of times, you can get them if you do the streaming huh. option. Sweet. So, speaking of streaming, you got anything for us? Yes, I do.
0: And this is for you. Aww. You're the only person I know. Well, you and your wife who went to see a movie about marathons in the theater <laughs> twice. <laughs> well, you had to you had to walk out of the first one because
1: the quality of the video wasn't good enough
0: for Which the is, two of us. It's a little ironic because you should have jogged out of there instead of walked out because it is a it is a marathon. you got to be right a pretty
1: good clip. I'd like to complain about the video quality of the documentary <laughs> you're showing in Theater Seven.
0: <laughs> you, and you said that you weren't the only one in
1: there. Oh, that place was packed. It
0: was packed, but no one was eating popcorn. Oh,
1: yeah. No candy.
0: <laughs> there might have been some people eating kale. Anyway, this movie is... About marathons, but it's a very different type of marathon. It's called the Barkley Marathons, and the title of the of the movie that I'm recommending, it's on Netflix, is called The Barkley Marathons: The Race That Will Eat Its Dead.
1: I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I probably messed that up, or I'm paraphrasing. Full disclosure: I heard about this on another podcast. The guy was talking about top streaming picks, and he described it, and I said, eh, "I'll give this thing a look at because." I haven't run anywhere since someone was chasing me when I was like 18 or 19, but let's just see if this is any is any good. Oh, the race that eats its young. Is that what I said? Ooh, that eats its young. Yeah. Uh it's about the 2012 running of the Barkley Marathons. Now this race is held in the Tennessee Mountains near a prison. The prison is called the, it's uh, it's in Wartburg, Tennessee, and it's The state park that surrounds the prison is called the Frozen Head State Park. Now, do you remember a guy named uh, James Earl Ray? Yeah. Apparently, he escaped from the, the Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary in 1977. And he was gone for 55 hours in the woods. And eventually, they caught him. Now, he'd only gotten about six miles away. The guy that invented this race, this dude named Gary Lazarus Lake Cantrell, he, uh, he said, well, I could probably, <laughs> I could have done at least 100 miles. So they started this race, a 100-mile race, the Barkley Marathons. It has, you have 60 hours to finish 100 miles in the Tennessee Mountains. Uh, you run 20-mile loops, first clockwise and then counterclockwise. And basically, you can't stop. I mean, you're running for almost 60 hours. If, you, if the time runs out before you finish, then you lost if you quit which pretty much everybody does before you finish then you've lost and uh the yeah. only way you could i sorry
1: very few people have ever finished this race right i think
0: 19 people maybe 17 from 1995 yeah yeah 17 times by 14 different runners uh and then you know a lot of years <laughs> everybody quits and some years it's like incredibly hot cuz they they run it in april sometimes it's like 80 90 degrees and you know incredibly hot you can't even imagine those conditions sometimes it's freezing cold mm-hmm. they leave water out on the trail for people and uh one year the the water froze over <laughs> they are like sorry that's what it is so i it was fascinating it was fascinating to watch i couldn't i couldn't stop watching it and it's only about an hour and a half long and there are a lot of interesting little things i haven't spoiled about it i think that's pretty much the setup and to what i mean the, the guy starts the race by lighting a cigarette Kind of thing. I think you and your life will really enjoy it. And anybody else is watching, I'm recommending it as a net pick of the week. Nope. Net pick of the week. I will have it to is. watch
1: that with my lovely wife. So, uh, Barkley Marathons now available on Netflix. If you are head by the Red Bots, pick up Deadpool. Uh, you want people to go see The Conjuring Two to help you win the Bots Office Challenge. Right. Neither of us are interested in Now You See Me twice, but. Probably both of us are going to head to the theaters this weekend to go watch Warcraft from director Duncan Jones. Mm. Uh, our next episode, will be doing a review of something from the previous week. Perhaps uh, Warcraft. Perhaps. Hopefully you've recovered. The next episode we publish will be the first one of you actually post-surgery, so Ooh. we'll be able to get an update finally on how you're doing.
0: It'll be a real live uh, update of my pain. Oh, I might be in hideous pain. Or it
1: might be a tribute
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> or that.
1: Either way, people need to tune in. Sweet. So right. uh, thank for joining me, El train Thank you, sir. There be dragons. Poxhead, burn him, my